Welcome to Man Shopping with Stacy, where I share my real, transparent dating and life experiences for your amusement and inspiration. I'm your host, Stacy Weimer, and you're listening to episode 32. I'll be alone for Christmas. <laughs> so, a little spin on I'll be home for Christmas, the beloved Christmas Carol. In this very first Christmas podcast episode, I am just acknowledging the fact that the holidays can be hard for anyone, but they can be especially hard for us single people for some obvious reasons that I'll talk about. I'm going to share with you a couple of stories from holidays I have spent alone and also going to give some tips and ideas for making our holidays a little jollier. So if you are worried, sad, concerned that you might be in for a blue Christmas, I'm here to offer some friendship and support and hopefully some ideas to bring a little jolly joy your way. I'm going to begin by sharing a story from Christmas past. I was standing with a big group of friends just before Christmas. We were in the lobby of a beautiful church in a lovely little neighborhood called College Hill in Wichita, Kansas. We were all bundled up. We had just come from my friend's house, Paige and Nick. They had everyone over for like some peppermint spiked hot chocolate, maybe some sort of rum cider drink and and snacks. And we all gathered together in the lobby of this church afterwards to catch a trolley that was running through the neighborhood to take us on a holiday Christmas lights tour of homes in the neighborhood was something I had really been looking forward to doing. And I had just the best, greatest supportive group of friends ever. And I was standing there in my coat and my mittens holding the hand of three and a half year old Lainey. And you guys, I mean, (laughs) I'm getting teary just remembering, but my eyes welled up with tears and I could not hold them back. I started crying right there out of nowhere. I was sad. I was alone. I was the only person in the room, I think, going through a divorce. I was young. I was like 30 years old, uh, 31, whatever. And um, I just was in a state of disbelief. I never saw myself as someone who was going to be going through a divorce. I, it it was like a very unexpected time in my marriage, um, just due to a series of events that led up to a kind of an abrupt ending. I was just sad. I was just sad. And I was feeling really sorry for myself. I was like, 
you know, standing there, you know, the only one without a spouse. That's really what it was. Like I felt like an outsider. I felt like a loner. And I also, at the same time, I said disbelief a couple seconds ago. I just couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. I was like, how did this fucking happen? Like, how am I standing here alone with no husband at my side, with my little girl, and I'm it. Like, I'm the only one here for her tonight. This is so weird. It was so weird. You guys, I think that's the only sad moment I really remember from that first Christmas um, in the middle of my divorce from Lainey's dad. I don't remember any other sad times. I remember our house being decorated. Um, It's all kind of fuzzy. It was a long time ago. It was like 12 years ago. My point is, I guess I got through it. I know I shared the holidays that year with her dad. I know that he would have had her for at least a couple of overnights to celebrate with his family while I had her, you know, on separate nights with mine. I am sure that I had her on Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, and he likely got her later that day or maybe the 26th. So I was fortunate for that. Like getting the actual holiday can feel like such a big deal. But is it really? I mean, that's one of the first points I'd like to make. Sharing kids sucks. It's hard. No one likes to do it. We, I mean, for the most part, we all want our kids all the time, especially for the big moments like Christmas morning. But there are worse things. There are worse things than having to split time. And if we can try to see the holidays through our children's eyes we'll remember and we'll know that what's important to them is being loved and just being in the moment and hopefully experiencing the wonder and joy of the Christmas holidays together as a family on whatever day that lands on or happens to be. So that was my first Christmas during my separation. My second was worse. It really was. Hate to be a downer, but I took a new job with a pharmaceutical company. They sent me to training in New Jersey for four weeks in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, the absolute worst time of the year to be away. It was miserable. I see these cringy Facebook reminders pop up in my memories all the time. And it was like I was sending out like public service announcements like of how sad and lonely I was to be missing out on Lainey and Christmas in general. I missed every social function that there was. I missed seeing Lainey's Christmas program at school, which she just talked about on an episode we recorded together. My boyfriend was a stand-in. Yeah. So it sucked. It was miserable. I was away. It had nothing to do with being divorced. I would have been away regardless. But because I was divorced and my ex, Lainey's dad, happens to be a pilot, it took her dad her two sets of grandparents, and my boyfriend pitching in to make sure that she was covered and was cared for while I was gone. It was so stressful and 
miserable. And I was pretty broke that year, if I remember correctly. I remember it was the year of her Barbie dream house. My boyfriend at the time assembled that. Funkel sure did. He assembled that for me. Not sure he wanted to or was happy to, but he did it, thankfully. And I was just you know, I got home and then there it was. It was Christmas Day. There was just not a lot leading up to it and it sucked. And my parents were going through a divorce at the same time. So that was double the fun. And my mom was struggling and sad at the time. And uh, it was like, I remember taking Lainey over to her house and it was like, well, here we are. <laughs> Who would have thunk it, mom? You know, she was in her... um early to mid 50s. I was in my early 30s. And here we are, uh, both divorced, going through a divorce with the little Lainey in tow. So that was a rough one. And then my third one, different boyfriend. Um, that was the story Lainey and I just talked about too, where I was in a new relationship, kind of thrust Lainey and his kids into it. We did an overnight on Christmas Eve and I think we broke up the day after Christmas. So there you go. But I will say that Christmas, at least we got to do our normal Christmas traditions. Christmas traditions at our house start with making family recipe Christmas cookies the weekend of Thanksgiving usually. Um, since Lainey and I have lived in Kansas City, we typically go to a place called Crown Center that just has beautiful shopping and a candy shop and Santa and gingerbread displays and an outdoor ice skating rink that we always used to visit. So we started, you know, really getting into routines with Christmas, if you will, traditions, right? And one of the things that we started in the, in the very first Christmas is that damn elf on the shelf. That little fucker that gives you heart attacks at night because you forget to move him, you know? And now people don't just move him to different locations in the house. They stage all of the elaborate shit. That, oh my gosh, that nobody really has the energy for. But I mean, I get it. Like some people are really into it. So funny. So we started that Lainey's first Christmas during, I mean, not Lainey's first Christmas, but um, the first year that her dad and I were separated. And so that became a challenge too, because we didn't have a really great system of getting that elf back and forth between us. We pulled it off. I think Lainey could tell some stories of us messing it up on occasion, but for the most part, we pulled it off. And so, yeah, that's been a part of things. And Lainey's dad did, did end up getting a different elf for his house at some point, which definitely made things simpler. So if you guys are passing forth, back and forth like the same elf, I would definitely say get one at your own house so you don't have to deal with that. There would have been one more Christmas, a fourth Christmas of being single with Lainey celebrating on our own and it would have been in our little house in Waldo while she was attending St. Elizabeth Catholic School and my memories are a little blurred from that year too. I know from photos that I have saved and Facebook posts that I've made that they are also just a, a nice example of us 
kind of establishing our Christmas traditions, if you will. Again, it's a lot of baking, a lot of family time, church time, stockings, and ice skating, and Santa, all of those things, you know, over the course of four years, you've got some fairly challenging, miserable, difficult times. For me personally, you know, weepy, crying in public my first year (laughs) in the middle of training in freaking New Jersey, missing, missing the whole holiday season, really, the second year, struggling through being single and divorced with my mother, Um, you know, a weird Christmas with a boyfriend that we ended up breaking up. (laughs) <laughs> and and then just another one while I was dating my um, second husband. And that's the one that I'm kind of like, I don't really remember that Christmas all too well, but I definitely remember being involved with the church and going to mass. And I remember what our living room looked like and, you know, with our Christmas tree and our stockings on the mantle. And it was a nice little life. And Lainey and I, as I keep saying, like we we just kind of figured out our own our own little holiday traditions. So now, if we fast forward, fast forward to just a few years ago after my second divorce, well, that just looked a whole lot different. You know, Lainey was in her freshman year of high school. We were living in an apartment and we were thriving, really, doing really well on our own. I was dating Mr. Wonderful, my rebound. Life was pretty good, except one little thing. My divorce was pretty tumultuous. There were some curveballs thrown my way that I really was surprised by. And one of them happened to be right at Christmas time. I really should preface, this was like a tiny little snowball. This was not like any major catastrophe. There were some much harder times during my divorce than this, but here's the deal. We didn't have any of our Christmas stuff. Lainey and I didn't. So my ex and I owned two Christmas trees and all the decorations, you know, his and mine and all of our kids combined. And every single item was still in our home that he was occupying and wouldn't leave. So I got outside of my comfort zone and out of the norm and I sent him a text message. I asked him if I could drop by the house by myself when he was not home to gather up a Christmas tree and my and Lainey's uh, Christmas ornaments and decorations. And what I got back was a big fat no. <laughs> like he, The only terms he would allow me to get Christmas stuff was on his terms, which meant that he wanted to be present whenever I entered our house. And so we were at a crossroads. It was ugly. I mean, I was just so angry, crying, yelling, couldn't believe he would be so unreasonable, but yet I could. I mean, it's just like a little example of what the divorce was like at that point. And um, we went back and forth a few times, which I knew better than to, you know, 
try to communicate with him. So eventually, after a lot of conversations, probably blowing up my parents' phones and my friends' phones and talking to Lainey about it, I took matters into my own hands. With Lainey's approval, we went and bought ourselves a new damn Christmas tree. All new ornaments, very girly and feminine, I might add, and we had a blast putting up all of our new stuff. Thank you very much. Sometimes it is just not worth fighting over, especially during a divorce, especially during the holidays. It's just not worth it. So my message to all of you who are in you know, litigious and um, tumultuous uh, argumentative spaces right now with your ex, let some of that shit go. It's not worth it. And I mean, easy for me to say, I lost it when he started texting me. In fact, Lainey and I were actually talking about it when I was preparing for these Christmas podcast episodes. And she was like, oh my God, mom, do you remember what he texted? I was like, what? She said, whenever I was asking to go over to the house by myself, he said, access denied. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, you're right, he did. (laughs) Access denied into the same house that my name was on the mortgage, but whatever. See, I'm still fired up over it. That's how that stuff goes. That's okay. My bigger message... After after my experience, my bigger message is to let that little stuff go. It's just not worth it. Whew. And we had fun and we, Lainey and I did, and we still have and use all of that new stuff. I never even got one of our old Christmas trees. I used the new one that Lainey and I got together. It's flocked. It's white. It's pretty. I mean, we're good over here, right? Um, And, you know, you get some of your power back when you just say, you know what? Screw it. I don't don't even need in the house. It's fine. It's fine. Now, of course, eventually I got all of our stuff, but it wasn't without all of that, all the drama, all the tears, all of the yelling and fighting and getting pissed off. I mean, none of us should have to deal with that, but it comes with the territory, right? Unfortunately, it just does. So we had our first Christmas in our apartment in 2019. It was peaceful. It was pretty. We got to do all of our usual traditions, shopping at Crown Center. We popped into Union Station. We saw all of our family. We went to, oh, talk about a cry fest. We went to um, candlelight service at our church. And oh my gosh, I'm one of those people that cries when I hear um, inspiring, nostalgic music. So oftentimes at church, I cry. Um, That's just me. And um, that Christmas Eve service was no different, except for the fact that there was this older couple sitting just to my right. Lainey was on my left. And there was a woman. She's just like my parents' age, like in her 60s. And she was sobbing pretty much through the whole service. Um, There's no way to know, you know, all of us have struggles. I have no idea what she was upset about, but I'm one of those people who can't be near someone else who is, I'm an empath, right? Like I just can't take it. So this woman next to me is crying and I don't know her and she's with her husband and he seemed very sweet with her and everything. And it wasn't like she was 
you know, heaving and moaning and sobbing, but she was, she was crying most of the service. And so guess what? So was I, I was a snotty, I mean, tearful mess through the whole service and Lainey couldn't help but giggle at me because I wasn't actually feeling personally that sad. I was feeling pretty good that year. Oh, but I just, I wasn't able to escape the Christmas crying, I guess, still. So there's that. And so Lainey and I have had two more Christmases since then. Um... The Christmas of 2021, we had just, I was just off the heels of a trip to California where we drove down the coast and I have lots of photos of us at the pier at Manhattan Beach with all of their Christmas decorations and live Christmas trees lining the pier out to the ocean, so beautiful. And then we went on a little ski trip for the first time. Uh, Lainey's first time skiing with her friend Riley um, in Vail that year. And we did the same this year. We just got back from Vail, second trip with Riley skiing. The girls did awesome. Who would have thunk it, right? I never would have imagined, like yelling and arguing with my ex over getting our Christmas stuff that I would be in this place that I'm at right now. I'm in a new house with Lainey. We were here last year too, but it's our second Christmas in this house um, off the heels of some amazing mother-daughter vacations together. We have like the richest life that I ever could have imagined in every way. It didn't just happen <laughs> for either of us. It's been like a labor of love getting to this point where we have prioritized health and peace and happiness together above everything else. We've made some good decisions with who we surround ourselves with, who we spend our time with, and what we put our energy into. And it's just more than I ever could have dreamed. I hope that if you are in the middle of a hard time right now, a sad time, if you're feeling like you're having a very blue Christmas, I hope that you have a little glimmer of hope. And a big amount of faith that your life can be so much better. It can be so much better than than the trying times, than the hard times. And maybe, just maybe, if you're someone like me, who has had some rough patches, some rough years, been through two divorces, been through many, many Christmases as a single parent and alone, without a boyfriend, without a partner... Um, if I can get to this point, I promise you, I assure you that you most certainly can too. Now, my favorite things about the Christmas time have gone unchanged since I was a little girl. It's all about my family. It's all about my faith. And it's all about the food. <laughs> you better believe it. As Lainey's gotten older, she has she's been the first one to make the batches of Christmas cookies. 
This year looks so much different. She's a junior in high school. She drove her friends and her boyfriend to Crown Center to go ice skating just last night. Now, that's a place that I took her and held her hand. I mean, talk about getting teary. That was our thing. That's what we always did. And I texted her and messaged her last night and said, I'm so glad you're keeping with the traditions. I wasn't holding her hand. Her boyfriend was. (laughs) But she is experiencing the joy of Christmas doing the things that she has grown to love and expect year over year. And I'll be damned if that whole group of 10 kids didn't come over to our house afterwards. They They had pizza that I had ordered for them. They had Christmas cookies, and I sat in my living room in this house that I bought for Lainey and I, and I looked around at the love in the room, the wise choice that Lainey has made in her boyfriend, in her best friend Riley, and the other boys and girls, juniors in high school, spending time together on a Saturday night in my house. I mean, talk about being filled with like, the spirit of Christmas, love. I still have that big sense of faith and hope for everything. I mean, like it's all come together. Now, I didn't have a boyfriend sitting next to me, but that's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't miss him. He hasn't been there for a while now. I mean, I'm joking, but I don't even feel alone, you guys. That's what I'm trying to say. Lainey's upstairs with her boyfriend right now assembling, I'm not kidding you, a gingerbread house that I bought for them to make. I love it. I don't mind that I'm not the one doing it with her. She, the kid, is still doing it. You know, and I know someday if she has children, she's going to carry on these same traditions of things that we've been doing year after year. She's going to go ice skating. I'm going to get to see Christmas, hopefully one day through the eyes of her children or the two of us will keep doing it, whatever, you know, but we have all this instilled in us for a reason. And I am just so so grateful. And I hope you are too. I hope you're soaking up those little moments or at least seeing Christmas through your kids' eyes and being happy for them that they're ice skating with dad this weekend or that your you know ex-mother-in-law helped them make cookies. Whatever it is at this time of year more than any other, I hope we can all try to put aside some of the hard feelings And, you know, self-pity, sadness. We've all been guilty of all of these things. Anger, I've been there. I hope for just a little while, we can kind of stifle that and just enjoy the magic of Christmas with or without children. So for Lainey and I this year, all is calm, all is bright. And I wish you and yours... A very Merry Christmas, alone or not. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and Merry, Merry Christmas. Next week's episode, episode 33, is another Christmas themed episode. 
the 12 days of Christmas is my theme, and I hope it's a funny one. That's my goal.